What's going on, everyone? You're listening to the Asian MMA Podcast, where we talk about everything and anything going on in the world of Asian MMA. This episode is brought to you by heavyweight fights that don't make it out of the first round, because the last thing you want to see is big boys in minute six of a fight. I'm Dana Bluen, and today we're talking about all of the Asian MMA awesomeness that went down over the weekend, and uh, some that's going to be coming up next weekend. I just want to mention before we even get into this, I just finished recording the uh, Tiny Sumo Daily Drops on IG Live. Uh, that's a great uh, IG. You should check it out. All about MMA. Really highlighting a lot of the people that you might not know about. I'll have the link down in the show notes. Their IG account is amazing. If you're an MMA fan, if you like my show, you got to follow them because he's doing a great job over there. Check it out. Now, first things first, World of Asian MMA, we've got to talk about one championship, Conquest of Champions. Went down in Manila over the weekend. Uh, I think really the, the big news coming out of that, Edward Foliong, he has taken back the uh, lightweight belt. And I, I think that was kind of a big moment. You know, for it to happen in Manila is, is a big deal. I, I think for him personally, you know, to beat Amir Khan in Manila, get his belt, that that's pretty awesome. And, you know, he he's a good champion. He was before, so he's always game. I think that's going to be really interesting, seeing him back with the strap and to see what happens at lightweight with uh, Eddie Alvarez in the mix now, that Grand Prix coming next year. Things are going to be interesting. Of course, we've got Brandon Vera. He's been the reigning lightweight champ, but he hasn't fought in two years. He's still got the belt. And he did successfully defend it over the weekend against Mauro Sorelli. Now, it was a first-round knockout. Good good first round. Like I said, heavyweight fights that don't make it out of the first minute are always great. And I thought that was fantastic. You know, there was a lot of other action on the card. You know, nothing that really stood out to me. It was overall, all the fights were great. But one of the flyweight bouts that I kind of want to highlight here is uh, Akihiro Fujisawa. He beat Rocky Batol um, on uh, round three. He got a stoppage with elbows. Now, I want to point out, though, Rocky has been, as an amateur, Rocky was one of the best amateurs in Southeast Asia. He he went into OWS. He really did fantastic. Cleaned house in OWS. That's that one Warrior Series, kind of their development league. Fantastic job. He got moved up to the roster on one championship. This is his first loss, um, professional, amateur at all. He's had some tough fights. I've seen him fight a number of times. He's always gritty, always tough. You know, and this is his first loss, so I'm going to be interested to see how he comes back from this. He's got a great camp over at Lion's Head, so I know he's getting the training, and I know JR, who works with him, is probably you know, really sticking to the mental game. Rocky's going to be a fantastic talent at flyweight, incredible hands his cardio has been suspect in the past i won't lie i've seen him gas out in fights even he wins the decision he's just completely gassed or it looks like he's about to collapse but you know he's young i think he was like 17 at the time i saw him doing that and one of the things i really like about rocky's career is he had a fantastic run at amateur and he really developed quite a bit of uh, amateur skill set that 
you know, you know, stuck with him and kind of brought him through that whole OWS series and into one championship. First loss, you know, it was a tough one, but at the same time, I, I really think we're going to see Rocky rise to the occasion. I'm hoping we do. He's incredibly, he's incredibly fun to watch as a fighter, and that's always fantastic. One of the things I want to talk about with one that I didn't actually get to talk about last week because it was Thanksgiving and I was taking some time to relax, Anthony Angleton, he had a great win in KL two weeks ago with a uh, first-round knockout of a very tough, very game, Mr. Mule. Awesome enough as it is, turns around a week later and goes on to have a first-round submission win in Jakarta on the very next one championship card. You know, Anthony is a fighter's fighter. He's a guy who is just game. And to turn around on one week's notice and just take a, a win is is amazing. And, you know, I hats off to you, Anthony, for two back-to-back victories a week apart. That's not something that we often see. Fantastic, fantastic uh, turnout for you, man. And uh, I'm looking forward to what's next. Hopefully you get some time to rest and get a full camp for your next fight. And also, I, I want to add that that Malaysia fight, the first win, was on two weeks' notice. So it's not like, you know, he had a full camp for either of those. He just, he, he's a fighter. He wants to get out there and bang, and he did it. I'm looking forward to what he can do with a full fight and put, put him at the top of the card one championship. Start, you know, marketing him. Use him. Fantastic fighter. Get him out there. Now, in what's not really Asian MMA, but kind of is Asian MMA, I want to talk about the uh, UFC Beijing. Uh, just briefly, I want to touch on the card because it did happen in Asia, even though it's the UFC. Uh, main, the main event was uh, Francis Naganu uh, versus Curtis Blades. It was, you know, a very fast affair. 45-second TKO. Francis Naganu gets back in the win column. You know, he, he's got that freakish power. We all know it. And then in the uh, co-main event was Alistair Overeem versus uh, Sergey Pavlovich. You know, another first-round finish, and he got a uh, TKO with ground and pound. I'm happy to see Alistair Overeem back in the W column, really doing well again. You know, Alistair had a rough year, and I, I will say that, you know, he has been a staple in Asian MMA from the Pride days, K1. I mean, the man's a beast. This card was stacked with a lot of Chinese fighters, and honestly, I think Chinese fighters are actually going to be, you know, for the most part, some of the most sought-after fighters going forward because we know that UFC wants to do big things in China. We know One Championship wants to do big things in China. There's a bunch of other promotions there. I think we're going to see a lot of competition for those fighters. UFC announced that they're opening a performance center in China. Let's wait and see what happens, but the, the, for me, the fight that was really fantastic that blew me away was women's strawweight uh, Zhang Wei uh, Li uh, beat Jessica Aguilar by armbar round one. Fantastic fight. Now, if you go back, I didn't know much about Zhang before this. You go back and look, she's on an 18-fight win streak with 16 finishes potentially a beast let's see how she stacks up against the rest of the women's strawweight division and how that looks because i think that's going to be you know she could potentially be a huge star for the ufc for china for asian mma let's see how that goes now one thing that's not mma that i do want to touch on is we had max muay thai in the news 
It was a double knockout, but not the type of knockout that you're uh, thinking of. It was Gao, uh, Gao Dakao, uh, Yui, Gao Dakyui knocked out his opponent and the referee at uh, Max Muay Thai. <laughs> um, I'll link a clip below to the actual event, but it, it was hilarious to watch this. Uh, the ref's going in to stop the fight. It's about to be a TKO stoppage, essentially, and he gets clocked with a kick and just collapses. I'm going to actually link the Thai version because the the laugh that that the, the announcer comes out with after this happened, it was just hilarious. He just keeps saying accident, accident as he's laughing. It's a great clip. The ref was okay. Everyone was good, but very funny to watch. Now, looking forward, since we just looked back, we have coming up here in Bangkok next week is AMC Fight Night. Now, this was originally a big box fight night that was going to be going on, and there was some problems with the card or sponsorship. Uh, Lion's Head Boxing took it over, and it's going to be AMC Fight Night at Lion's Head December 1st. Uh, and if you're in Bangkok, doors open at 2 p.m., and tickets are only 500 baht at the door. And I'm going to go through a little bit of the card. We've got boxing, kickboxing, amateur and pro MMA on the event. I'm going to get to the main event in a second. This is definitely worth 500 baht live. Um, they're right down. I think it's in Raman, Raman 9. So if you're in Bangkok, check this out. If not, I believe this will be streamed on, on Facebook. I will confirm that, and I'll put out an update later to confirm if it will be streamed or not. But this is going to be pretty fun. So they've got, like I said, boxing, kickboxing, all on the card together. Pro MMA We've got a bunch of pro MMA debuts. There's actually th uh, four pro MMA debuts on this card. Actually, I should say uh, five because the main event as well. Now, one of the ones that I'm excited about, and actually I'm going to have him on the show after, after the event, is uh, Mustafa Ibrahim Radi. He's fighting out of KL. He's in Monarchy, which is a beast of a gym. That's the gym that you've got Peter Davis out of. You know, you've got um, you've got Shemrock fighting out of there. You know, all of these guys, Mehdi Barari fighting out of there. These are all beasts of human beings. Probably the top gym, you know, on the peninsula in KL. And he's making his pro debut. He's got a pretty deep amateur record. And now he's stepping up to pro, coming to Bangkok. Uh, he's going up against a guy who I, I honestly don't know anything about, uh, Javadan Kojavi. So I don't know his opponent, but I do know Mustafa Ibrahim. He's a monster, and it's going to be an amazing fight, I'm sure. I want to get to the main event because you know there's some other amateur MMA, no one that I really know. Uh, actually, no, Greg Edwards. My boy McGonj is actually, uh, looks like he's on the amateur card. I'll, I'll have to confirm that. And if he is, I'm going to have him on the show as well. MMA main event, Stan, the guy who I talked about from Full Metal Dojo, the guy who looks like Zangief from Street Fighter, he is fighting the Bangkok legend, Tangmo. Now, you know, Stan, we know he's 1-0 amateur. Tangmo, I believe he's 0-1 amateur. But I've actually seen Tangmo fight open weight MMA. 
amateur or like exhibition fights like 10 or 12 times but everyone knows his uh amateur boxing fight where he just murked this roided out american dude just knocked him out cold in like 30 seconds and so tangmo might not look like a natural heavyweight he's a big round dude but he is a legend in bangkok because he will always take a fight and he's always game he comes out and he bangs and he can throw hard and i think from what I saw in Stan's first fight, he, he didn't even get punched. So I don't know how he's going to respond to that. Like I said about Stan before, though, you know, his stand-up looked crisp and he was patient. He wasn't pushing. He wasn't trying to be aggressive. So I'm excited to see this because I, I really think Stan is going to be, you know, he's in line to be something here in Asian MMA. I, I can see once he gets a little bit more experience with the team he has behind him at Elite, he's definitely going to grow into something. So you should be keeping an eye on him. Tangmo is the ultimate journeyman. I mean, he's the guy who just takes fights whenever. He's game for anything. And so this is just going to be a fun fight. And if you're a fan of Southeast Asian MMA combat sports, this is a fight you want to see. Because everyone always wants to watch Tangmo fight. And this guy Stan is on the rise. It's going to be exciting. I'll make sure to get some more info about this out. I'll throw an update on the Facebook page. If it's going to be streamed, I'll make sure that it's there. But if you're in Bangkok, like I said, for 500 baht, this is this is the deal of the century. This is going to be a great card over at Lion's Head. Guys, that is all I have for you today. All the links will be in the show notes. Check it out.